Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies. And we drink some brews. I'm Jordan, and streaming through the screen here is... Looks like a ghost. I am afraid of no ghost. Daniel, I'm afraid of no ghost. Yes, mm-hmm. today we are talking the brand new Ghostbusters Afterlife. <laughs> so sit back, relax, grab a drink, and... Who are you going to call? Cheers! Cheers! All right, Daniel, how you doing today? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good, yeah. It's been a crazy busy week for me, but it's going good. I'm a little good. tired, didn't get much sleep last night. Yeah, four hours of sleep last night, maybe. Maybe five if I'm lucky. Well, but today, it's better than you falling asleep at a movie, I guess. Today I am drinking Fluffy, which is an IPA by Claim52. Never heard of them. Here we go. Is it the Brian. one with the teeth on it? Nope. Oh, no. That's a giant one. squid octopus eating a ship. Nice. That's good. That's pretty good. Ugh, yeah, Claim me. 52. Brewed here in Oregon. Fluffy mm-hmm. IPA. Nice. I got one from... It's called... What, that? It's a hazy IPA called the Robot Panda from Hopworks. Oh, never heard of that one. I, I know Hopworks, but I've never heard of the Robot Panda. Brand new this year, maybe? I think so. I've never had it either. <laughs> I love the artwork. <laughs> love it. Oh, that's cool. It's pretty dang good. I was there at their brewery on Saturday. Sweet. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, ooh, never had that. So I picked up a six pack. Sweet. Well, I like it. And it's good. Mm-hmm. Excellent. It's real All good. right. Well, let's let's get going here. Got some fun stuff here. I think we have a maybe a little bit of movie news, do we? A little bit. I mean, first, I mean, I had you watch it because I guess it's gonna be on Peacock, you know, for everybody who has Peacock. But the yeah, they dropped a teaser trailer for the um reboot of the Prince of Bel or the Prince of Bel Air, but it's just called Bel Air, I think. Said the Fresh Prince. Instead of the Fresh Prince, it's Bel Air. Hmm. Uh, and honestly, like, I mean, the teaser trailer isn't super long. It's like a minute and it doesn't show hardly anything. It's just very much a promo. I, I guess what I like about this more than anything is it's going to probably be more um, you know, like standard, I guess, modern shows where, you know, it's not going to be a sitcom set with like, you know, your audience behind here and here's the living room, here's the kitchen. And that's it. It's going to actually be like, we'll probably go out to the pool that we always hear Will talk about and things like that. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I But it, it, yeah, it just looked like, okay, I'm, well, my impression was like, okay, this looks like it's going to be very dry and dramatic. Yeah, I mean, that's what it kind of, <laughs> I'm like, dude, they like Riverdaled fucking freshmen because the original is so fun. And all the characters are great, and then this just seems like it's going to be very, yeah, Fresh like Prince it's going to be very unbelievable. It looks from the classic. trailer, from the teaser alone, it feels like it's going to take itself very seriously, yeah, which is kind of interesting to turn it into a, a drama instead of having a comedy. Yeah, yeah. like I said, it's going to be kind of Riverdale-ish. I don't know. I grew up loving the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm-hmm. I used to come home from school, like middle school, and watch it all the time on TV before doing homework. Love that show. I've been re-watching it on HBO Max, which, yeah, if you have HBO Max, 
Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Check it out. Yeah, it's kind of a we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah I mean, I feel like a lot of people it. are going to feel like that. Kind of. And just also, this- it doesn't make it easier because, like, just on one of the, I mean, there's too many stream services that now, what, Peacock, which is, I think, NBC? NBC. Yeah, I mean, I don't know anybody who actually has that one. I don't either. So I don't know if I, I might watch it, or at least the first episode, but I doubt I'll be following the series. Yeah, it kind of looked like a not made for me per se, but it was a very, very brief tr- teaser, though, so didn't show any footage. It was just the new Will in a pool and things going on in the pool. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, I don't know, whatever. Good, good for a teaser trailer, but yeah, I will see. We'll see. Yeah, and then the other thing I had for movie news is apparently... Uh, Ridley Scott confirmed that there was a live-action Blade Runner series in the works. Really? Yeah. So sounds like, like I mean, which is cool because they actually just put out a new anime Blade Runner a couple days ago. But are we gonna get the Blade Runner twenty forty nine director? I, I know he's gonna be too busy working on Dune Part Two. Most likely, yeah. There's very little. It's just in development. It'd be cool. I could see that as like a, a gritty HBO Max series. Yeah, and I love or I could see Netflix doing it too. They do some decent. I mean, it'd be it'd be cool on. to go back to this world. I love this world. Whether we're talking original Blade Runner or twenty forty nine, I love this. Or world. even just another time jump to like twenty seventy seven. I don't know. And just like do super cyberpunk. I mean, it's already pretty cyberpunk. Yeah, or maybe maybe something in between the two. Maybe. I don't know. I want. I mean, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, I just love cyberpunk. That's like one of my favorite sci-fi genres. So I would love to see a Blade Runner movie. That'd be cool. Well, yeah. I I guess with that, we'll we'll see. Definitely optimistic. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Not a lot going on. Did you watch any Loki yet? Or not Loki? Did you watch any Hawkeye yet? I don't think it came out. It comes out tomorrow, doesn't it? Oh, I thought so. people were doing review. So when it's something streams, how do people get early re- reviews on it then? How no, do they, they get pro- early access? They just send them like locked links. Okay. Yeah, well. You know, like there's there's ways. So yeah, I know. I've seen people reviewing it, but it's not out till tomorrow on the 24th. Okay. All right. So no, no, I haven't watched it, but it does come out tomorrow. So I will be watching it tomorrow. Alrighty, well, as far as other things we saw this week, I guess I just, I've been so slammed lately, and I've been like so busy at nighttime. The only thing I've watched this week, which will kind of tie into what we're talking later, is Ghostbusters the original. So I watched the original, but we'll more just talk about that while we talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah, that's fine. I know I have. I mean, it's just it's been a busy week. Uh, I did have a lot of stuff this weekend with Shiloh's week and Shiloh's birthday and whatnot. So I didn't actually watch anything either besides like some TV. Shiloh's birthday. Happy birthday to our favorite guest. I'll let her know you said that. Daniel's like, huh, maybe. Debatable. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> I mean, her birthday was a few days ago now. <laughs> well, we want to wish her a happy birthday. Yes, we're always happy when she's a guest on the show. It's always fun. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I guess let's get into it. Let's talk some Ghostbusters Afterlife. Ghostbusters Afterlife, directed by Jason 
Reitman. Written by Jason Reitman. Starring Paul Rudd, Carrie Coon, Finn Wolfhard, a.k.a. Mike from Stranger Things. McKenna Grace, Logan Kim, and Celeste O'Connor, as well as some others that we'll get into later. But yeah, Ghostbusters Afterlife, when a single mom and her two kids arrive in a small town, they begin to discover their connection to the original Ghostbusters and the secret legacy their grandfather left behind. So yeah, for as far as... I'll, I'll go first. So as far as um, yeah, just going in, I I, I don't have a, like a huge, what I want to say, not love for this franchise. I like I didn't watch this franchise till just a few years ago. Like I never saw Ghostbusters movie till just a couple years ago. Always known about Ghostbusters. I've yeah, it was probably five years ago or so when I finally watched the original. Uh, I hate to admit it, but to this day I've never seen Ghostbusters two. I did see the uh, 2016 one. I thought it was a terrible movie. I wanted to walk out, but I was on a date and I didn't want to leave my date behind. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> I would have walked out of the theater because I thought the movie was just an abomination. <laughs> Hated it so much. Always like, we're trying to be funny, trying to be funny, and nothing was landing. I just was not laughing whatsoever. Well, that said, Ghostbusters Afterlife, you know, they're like, all right, well, we're going to do this new Ghostbuster movie. We're going to get the son of the original director in. It's going to star Paul Rudd and, you know, Mike from Stranger Things, and I was like, okay, yeah, I, I, I'm on board with that. And, you know, they're like, it's going to connect to the original more. It's like, okay, then, yeah. And then the first trailer came out, what I think 2019 now, because it was supposed to come out last year. And I was on board from the moment that trailer hit, I was on board, like, oh, yeah, sign me up for this. Heck yeah. So there's been some delays, but yeah, here we are. To the, we are now yeah here we are with ghostbusters afterlife and i gotta say i had a good time watching this i really didn't know what to expect quite going in i had an idea you know i knew about you know a mother and her two kids moving to a small town and it was gonna have some ties to the original ghostbusters but i still didn't quite know where it was gonna go but i had a good time watching this daniel and i went and saw it last week opening night and i yeah i had a good time i was giddy at some parts it was, it was just a fun ride. I had a good time. And the ending was just oh, it was so good. I, I, I love the ending of it so much. We'll definitely yeah, get into that during spoilers. I don't want to talk, spoil anything yet, but yeah. Great ending. Great tribute to Harold Ramis, who we lost, I think, seven years ago now. 2014, I want to say. Sounds about right. Anyway, I had a good time. I enjoyed this, and I highly recommend it. Daniel? your thoughts yeah so i'm kind of the same way which going in like i never really watched ghostbusters we never watched it growing up and i had friends in like middle school who were like i love this movie i watch it with my dad you know isn't isn't it weird our dad seems to be a fan of it he like he talks about being a fan of it but i'm like why didn't you show us this when we were kids like i think as kids we would have loved ghostbusters you probably would have i don't know like it just yeah it's weird but he also also didn't show star wars either I had not watched any of them until a few years ago, too. So it's like not something we grew up, not thinking have a lot, of, a lot of nostalgia for, like a lot of like a deep, deep, like love and connection to the series, I guess. But, you know, I remember I did to the 2016 one, too, obviously not a fan. Um, but, you know, and, you know, but it's also like, oh, well, 
again, but I'm also like not that pissed about it either. I'm like, I didn't like the movie, but I'm also like not a diehard like fan of the series. So I know a lot more, a lot of other people took it very personally. Oh, it, was uh, just a, it was just a bad movie. Yeah, but it's also been a dead horse for quite some time. So it I is. don't really care. So, well, when, uh, when I when I saw the teaser trailer and Paul Rudd said there hasn't been a ghost signing in thirty years, meaning or pretending two thousand sixteen Ghostbusters doesn't exist, I was like, okay, I'm on board. <laughs> well, twenty sixteen Ghostbusters also pretended like the originals didn't exist. Yep, but still referencing that it was weird. But so having like seen the trailer for this, I'm just like, you know what, that looks pretty cool, and I'd be I'd be interested to see what like. A re a rework of Ghostbusters, but actually going back to the original continuity, what that would look like. Um, so like I said, like I wasn't I was more curious than anything, just because like again, don't have a deep love for the series, but I'm like, I don't know, that could be fun. And yeah, like Mike from Stranger Things and like Paul Rudd, everybody loves Paul Rudd. Um, and I'm not super familiar with the other people He's that are Phoebe's in husband the movie. Mike. Mike. <laughs> yeah exactly and, but i don't know I, I i enjoyed it i went in essentially i went in with an open mind just hoping to have a fun time at the movies and honestly i i was expecting to have fun i didn't actually expect the movie to be good i guess or as good as it was because i thought the movie was great and even though i'm not a diehard fan it seemed like and we talked to a couple people afterwards and one of them at least came off as like somebody who'd been a huge fan for a long time but like the movie felt like what the fans wanted in mm-hmm. a reboot or not even a reboot just like a, a continuation while also setting up new characters to continue on the legacy yeah, and i feel exactly. like the movie did a good job of that and i think a lot of i think diehard fans of the movie will i think overall be happy with what they did i'm gonna say it right now this is what the force awakens should have been and we'll explain more of that later especially when we get into spoilers but this is what the force awakens should have been yeah, I guess. I get. I didn't even think about that. I'm like, but guess. Well, I don't know. I didn't think about. I did not connect Ghostbusters to Star Wars in any sense of the word. No, I totally did. I no. was my thoughts walking out. I'm, the Force Awakens should have done what they did, and it would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just still gonna enjoy the movies I enjoy. Anyway. That's your original or initial thoughts. Yeah, that was all of my initial thoughts. Cool. All right. So Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, I'm going to start off with some things I loved about it. I, I like that it does take place in a small town. You know, we moved from New York City, where the original two took place, to a small town. I like that setting a lot. Somerville. Somerville. And yeah, I, I just I love how they set it up to where. Um, now, did you know that it was Egon at the very beginning that we were following? You know, first I didn't know what was going on. You know, we're just kind of watching things happen. I think at the last second when they showed, you know, this this elderly man in the shadows and you saw his specs, I knew it was Egon right right then and there. Well, you know, I you know I I did pick up on that because they were being very careful. Like they're not showing anything. Like hardly like in the beginning where they're kind of like teasing, like oh we're person's running from a ghost you know trying to get away but we're not getting any establishing shots of his face or anything i'm like okay well this is ghostbusters afterlife and my brain's like okay well the only character from the original that is dead is uh harold ramus 
you know, so I picked up pretty early. Plus I'm like, I thought it was very cool. Like early on, cause they do like, they don't ever show his face, you know, but it's very cool to still incorporate his character. Cause you know, that's another thing. Like when people die, you know, you just don't, I don't know. It, it's a sticky subject to include a dead character in uh, a continuation movie, but they yeah, did do I, it. I had a good and feeling. I'm glad they did. Yeah, I had a good feeling it was him, but I wasn't sure. But then again, I'm like, is this the present time or is this like 10, 20 years in the past? Wasn't sure. But right. then it, it turns out that it was just basically the week before where we pick up. Yep. And yeah, so yeah, we pick up. We've got, uh, yeah. A mother and her two children moving away to the town, to, you know, to the house where her family or her dad was. Her father that she never knew has passed away, and they're going to go stay at his house for a while. They've been evicted from their current home, and they're going to go stay at that one for a little bit, at least for the summertime. Her daughter is going to go to uh, summer school, and yeah, son's going to be you know a little horn dog falling around some girl at a uh, hey, but he got a job. Place. Yeah, he got a job, <laughs> and that's what you do. That's what you do. That's right. I know. I, I joke now that uh, mowing lawns when I was younger was the original GoFundMe. I mean, I guess. I mean, because it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You literally had to fund yourself. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I like to, to set up and I, yeah, I like that they were descendants of the um, Harold Ramis' character. Yeah. Egon. Um, Egon. Egon Spangler. Yeah, Egon. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I had a fun time kind of just exploring the town, exploring the new world, kind of figuring stuff out with her. We, yeah, we don't really follow around. Um, oh, I keep wanting to call him Mike, but uh, Finn Wolfhard's character. We don't follow Trevor. That was his character's name. We don't follow him around too much. We follow his sister Phoebe around. And which honestly, I, I liked her character. I love I love the Phoebe character. She did. I mean, I I thought everybody was good, but she does help. Like he, she does do a lot of the heavy lifting for the whole movie. Yeah, like well, she gets obviously she has a lot of screen time. Well, yeah, well, she, she, she does is, have a lot of screen time. She is the main one we're following around, and yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit. She's now wasn't it was it summer school or science camp that she was attending? I you know I got the feeling that it was just a shitty like summer school program. I mean, they even say like they don't even. I don't think it's science camp because even Paul Rudd makes a joke. He's like, "Yeah, the kids that are here are not the brightest." Okay. Yeah, like that's my daughter. I, I, oh, I, I'm sorry. I just remember I, I, how great was that intro? They're like, "Well, go to summer school, basically." Now I know none of you want to be here, so here's a old horror flick. Enjoy, Cujo. <laughs> Cujo. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy this. I'm just gonna go sit over here. <laughs> I thought that was great. Honestly, yeah, I thought, I mean, yeah, Phoebe did a wonderful job. Yeah, we don't get a lot of Trevor, but what he's in is good. But we know how his acting is. I mean, but also Paul Rudd, we know how how he's like, and he's definitely Paul Rudd in this movie, and it fucking works. And I also love that Paul Rudd is the only person in the movie that remembers who the Ghostbusters are. And he's like our link to the past. Because yeah. he's just shows himself as just he's literally just a huge ghost nerd, essentially. Gruberson. I enjoyed his character though. I liked him. I thought Paul Rudd was great in this role. He, yeah, he just made he just made he was a fun, fun character for sure. Also, yeah. sexiest man alive, according to People magazine. Oh, according to People Magazine 2021. 52, All the 50, hot people died. Paul Rudd, 52 years old, 
sexiest man alive. Still Ow. looks like when he did when he was 25. It's true though. I'm like, he's what? ageless. When I looked up his age, I'm like, he's 52. What? If yeah, only thought, we could be so lucky. I was, I thought 40. I'm like, yeah, he's definitely 40, 42, 52. I'm like, holy that's, shit, that's fucking crazy. That's awesome. I want to age that good. I hope. For, I good. think everybody wants to age like Paul Rudd. 52 yeah. looking like he's 20 29 yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah all the time so yes <laughs> now let's just talk about some likes i mean what are some of the things you liked about this movie well o- honestly, over, again we- the uh the small town ghosts or like the small town move from the big city which i'm like i think that's a smart move like you want a continuation but you also don't want to just because you, you place this in New York and you're immediately going to be like, oh, there's the firehouse. There's this. There's the, the hotel that they chased. Well, this all looks familiar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I think it's smart that like, yes, this is a, a continuation, but we're going to move it to give it its own feel, which I think was the smart move or else because you know, it's still pretty nostalgic at times, but it's not like, look, there's that thing. Look, there's that other thing. I mean, it does have some of that. But I'm really, I think they did a healthy amount. Look at and, that car. What's that car? Ooh. Ecto one. Yeah. I mean, which I still, honestly, the, I still I love the Lego these, set, by the way. Yeah. Well, I loved that. Uh, I love the move to the small town. Uh, I enjoyed that because, you know, you get rural areas and like, I did like, like the first scene that you see them like confront a ghost, I thought was hilarious. You know, honestly, I just, I did like everything. Uh, I liked everything about the movie, which just sounds cheesy, but I mean, I really, so really did enjoy this movie. No, it was um, fun. I had fun all throughout from start to finish. It was fun getting to know the new characters. Again, I really enjoyed Phoebe. I was, based on the trailers, I actually, I honestly was not sure if I'd like her or not, but I really enjoyed Phoebe. And I also liked her weird little friend that she makes in summer school called Podcast. Oh yeah, podcast. Yeah, he was Fucking, a fun side that character. That kid cracked me up, and I just love how she's just telling him all these crappy jokes, and he's just like, "That's fucking hilarious!" Like yeah. we're we're gonna be free. Yeah, like, wanna be our friends? Heck yeah! I just because I I feel like that's how I've made a co- I made a couple friends when I was younger. It's like, man, you're freaking weird. I like that. I'm gonna say right now, way better than way cooler than Ned. This is what Ned should be as a friend talking about ned from the spider new spider-man movies instead ned is just the most annoying character ever i guess i mean he's a child but yeah i mean i did like podcast i did like how huge plus he kind of embodies like a modern day like what you see in like you know those crappy like ghosts like found like those ghost hunting tv shows that was funny too yeah he's not he's not some like modern kid going around recording everything with his iphone instead he's got a microphone he's trying to record a podcast or like a live reaction to everything I mean, yeah I, he's going I, I for quote, it so much i mean i love it because he's always going like you said he's not he could he could have had his phone but he's such a nerd that he's got quality audio equipment on him at all times to record any and everything yeah no i, I loved it i thought it was hilarious <laughs> you know and i did especially when they're when they're walking around like ooh the dirt farmer's haunted house so like oh he's giving everything like a little bit of a voiceover like she may or may not survive You're like what the fuck are you You're like creepy i like that <laughs> he was he was a fun character I, I yeah i enjoyed him quite a bit 
I was gonna say I did like I I did like uh I guess her name's Callie. Their mother's their mom too. Yeah, thought she was a good at some especially during the beginning. I'm like I can't decide if you're a good mom or if you're a really bad mom. You know, like I don't like some of the things she did at the beginning. I'm like I can't tell if you're a good person or not. I always thought she was a good person. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I'm not talking about like when they get evicted from their home and have to move to like Somerville like that's not what I'm talking I don't know like she did a- said a few things I'm like 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 it seemed endearing but when Phoebe walked into school she's like don't be yourself it's like that's I, don't, I, I don't know but I, I'm happy like once the movie went on, I'm like okay all right she's she's a good mom she's trying you're trying single I mom trying to raise two kids and now she's got to move to the shithole town in her shithole of a fucking house now yeah. and i love how everybody's just like as they're go- one of the things i loved is as they go around town everybody knew her dad but no one knew her dad and everybody's yeah. just like oh dirt farmer had a family the dirt farmer oh yeah the dirt farmer yeah i enjoyed I did those enjoy that quite a bit they're like, like i thought her and paul Rudd had some good chemistry <laughs> yeah i mean but paul rudd just has oozes charisma and but yeah. they did have good chemistry. He does. Well, that's why Texas Man Alive. He oozes charisma. Exactly. <laughs> he just oozes it everywhere. Oozes it. Yeah. He's just charisma here, charisma there, charisma everywhere. <laughs> my one of my favorite scenes was when he's in the Walmart, walking down the aisle, and he sees Stay Puff marshmallow bag moving. He's like, "What's that? What's going on?" And all of a sudden, just that whole scene with all these little tiny little mini. Stay puff marshmallow figures everywhere. That just cracked me up. And it did. And also that makes me think of some a couple other things that I like. But in a few of these, like we get like the classic Ghostbusters Hellhounds in here, uh, from like that were in the original one. Mm-hmm. Except for they look a lot better now. Yeah. But one of the things that I noticed, especially in that scene in particular, is yes, when they're moving around their CGI, but there's a few standstill shots where they're just using practical effects um and you can tell and i'm like i thought that was really cool because you know i figured everything every monster would be cgi but there were a few practical effects in here and i really appreciated that and then also the fact that one of the things i was telling people about like you know if you like ghostbusters is weird it's campy and it's a little cheesy and i think they do a good job of like keeping the fun kind of cheesy and campy atmosphere at times while still like it looking good yeah and you know like well keeping it believable like they keep it grounded but it still has that air to ghostbusters like i do think it it feels how or at least at times really captures how ghostbusters like the originals felt yeah and i rewatched the original uh just a few days before woo and saw the new one and yeah, I think they did a really good job capturing a lot of the same tone of the original in this new one. There's a lot of good homage to the original. Like one of my favorites, one of the first walk in the house, you see the stack of books. Yeah, that cracked me up. But a lot of homage to the original without trying to just, you know, be a complete carbon copy of the original. Appreciated that. But yeah, similar tone, similar in the humor. But uh, yeah, I, I thought they did a good job. And uh yeah, when we start to fall, we, you know, we're falling around Phoebe, and I guess this is kind of getting into spoilers here. Maybe we should just go into spoilers. Let's, let's just go into spoilers now. Let's go into spoilers. Spoilers in 
three, two, one. Spoiler attack. So yeah, one of my favorite parts is when uh, Phoebe goes down into the, you know, goes down the fire pole down to like the bunker area and she's looking around and there's a, she turns the light on or maybe the light comes on its own. All of a sudden she's looking at something and the light moves and she kind of asks a question and the light moves again and she realizes that she's talking to her grandfather. Their grandfather's present. He's a ghost now present in the room. And I, I, I love that. I love that so I, much. I did like that too. Cause yes, like they kill, they show Egon dying, which, you know, without showing his face, but still somehow incorporates the character in like a more meaningful way than I thought. I thought he was going to die. Then we're like, okay, we're just going to clean up his stuff. But no, to actually have his afterlife presence, like his ghost, like you don't see anything, but he's moving around objects. Like I did like how first contact was, uh, Phoebe noticing that her what am I trying to say? Their, her chest set was moving and then I like oh yeah just, yeah you know because he talks to the podcast like well you don't believe in God she's like no and then I like how she moves it then sees a chest piece move in response right back and I just like how she's like well this is happening now yeah <laughs> and you know, and then when she finds his essentially his science bunker's little bat cave for Ghostbusters stuff, mm-hmm. um, his suits, I you know, and I love like yeah, wait, one of my funniest things when she's like, wait, how did you build this tiny of like a an engine or whatever? When she finds a proton pack and the light just shines over to a wall and it's just PhD after PhD, she's like. <laughs> Got it. You're ah, got it. <laughs> you know, and was, I thought that was great. And that what, was a good laugh out loud moment. And honestly, oh, one like like that I also wanted to mention, which I actually like loved, is even though it's modern, the all the like yeah, we see the Ecto One do more stuff than it did in the first Ghostbusters. You know, but one of the things that I really really loved is that the science still felt like it was homegrown science. Yeah. Like, yes, it could do more. And there are a few extra features. Like, I love the trap that launches the RC car that has a trap on it. Yeah. Like, that is awesome. And it still feels like something that they could have... Like, everything that they added felt like it could still be in the original Ghostbusters yeah. and not feel out of place. Apparently, the, the seat coming out of the door... Like the gunner seat? The gunner seat, yeah. The gunner seat coming out of the door. Apparently that wasn't in the original two movies, but it was in the late 80s, early 90s uh, Ghostbuster cartoon. Really? That's I was not allowed to watch, by the way. Uh, it's going to be too scary for you. You can't watch that. Yeah, I mean, everybody says that that's amazing. Except for that they recast Is that streaming anywhere? I want to go back and watch that now. I want to know. I what think I you'll probably on. have to buy it or just pirate it. I want to know what I missed out on as a child. I was allowed to watch Ninja Turtles kick ass, but I couldn't watch Ghostbusters. Really? What the fuck? You could have handled that. But you also would have been like, well, this is fun. And then you're like, man, this is great. Hey, Jordan, did you know that there were movies? What? Maybe that was the thing. Like, oh, I want to watch the movies. We love watch the cartoon. It's a gateway to the movies. It's gateway to hell, Jordan. Gateway Probably. to hell. Probably. I don't know. Yes, but honestly, I love the science of this. Like, yeah, we get the class that we see proton packs. You know, we have the Ecto-1. But it, like, everything that they added, they still had homegrown science feel. 
And I yeah. love that. I really think that that was great. Like yeah. I said, it just adds to how it captured how Ghostbusters feels while still making it like modernizing it mm-hmm. in ways. Yeah. I love the driving through the field too. I don't know why. That's just a fun scene. With I mean, if you live on a nothing farm, fuck it, drive Might it as well. Field. Your mom's yeah. not gonna care except for yeah. you're driving without and a I, license. I gotta say, overall, I liked all I liked all the characters. I like Trevor, I like Phoebe, I like their side characters too. Their mother, um Trevor's well, run. What's Trevor's main gal's name? I forget her name, but his Oh, uh yes, Lucky. Lucky, that's right. Yeah, she was a fun character. I, yeah, I just I liked everybody, and uh, yeah, J.K. Simmons even appears at one moment. Does he? Yeah, I remember turning to you in theaters. I'm like, is that J.K. Simmons? Maybe you didn't you hear. Sh- oh shit! Yeah, he's in the movie. I, I he's remember the, turning- he's the dead guy in the. I, tur- I turned to you and I'm like, is that J.K. Simmons? Well, I think he said it. I'm like, no, I don't think so. Like, no, I'm like, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, watch the movie. But yeah, <laughs> probably. But seriously, and then oh my god, I and we have me talking about this. Feel like as we go through the movie, like obviously a ghost presence and Gozer is they brought back Gozer from the original. Yeah, you know to be the bad guy, which I think is great. I loved that. Or one thing I thought was funny because they eventually find like the old ruins and like the the old mine in Somerville. You know, and they tell the legend of just like, yeah, a bunch of they closed it down because a bunch of miners just started jumping to their deaths, you know, and you find out that later is like that's because Gozer was essentially feeding off of their souls and they needed blood sacrifice, which awesome. But yeah. one of the things that I thought awesome. was hilarious, because I just remember thinking about this and I wanted to mention it before I forgot, but like later in the movie, when they're back, they're like, oh, man, like there's different dates on these like around the this ancient room that predict like essentially like large events like i think it's in 1985 like the original ghostbusters movie year and then one of the things i thought was funny is it says they're like 2021 and i'm like that was definitely a reshoot because this was supposed to come out last year so i'm like it says 2021 on the wall and i'm like okay so they edited that with cgi or you know they probably definitely cgi the cgi was probably not even done so they just changed it when they rendered it but they definitely had to have her come back in and just say 2021 yeah i thought, I thought the same thing <laughs> this was supposed to come out last year but i thought that was kind of funny um but i also loved how like you know because they're trying to figure out where all the earthquakes coming from and you know that was in the trailer but to then be like oh well our great our grandfather set up like what four proton packs to just like keep the ghosts at bay keep them at bay yeah that was cool that was really cool i know when you saw like a proton like the well, uh i love that too because she, she um his his daughter thinks my dad just abandoned me when we were kids and i've never seen him or talked to him and yeah screw him but then she realizes you know he he left this new york to go over here and yeah, kind of keep ghosts at bay so to keep the world safe. He had to do what he had to do, even when we get like our when we got the early brief cameo with uh oh my god. I just need to pull up names because I'm not a good with names. Anyway, uh when we had our brief cameo from Dan Aykroyd, like Ray answering the original Ghostbusters phone and just being like, Egon Spengler's like, 
tell him to go to hell. Yeah. yeah. I was also like surprised, like, especially like as the movie was going before the finale, how much they were absolutely shitting on the character, the only character that's dead. Yeah. In real life. And I was like, dang but they really built up the lore and then that finale just hit so much harder it did it really did i mean i'm again i'm not a dedicated fan of this because we didn't grow i was up tearing up kids, at the end but, but i've seen the original a few times again yeah we, we didn't see this as kids growing up with this but yeah it still got to me like this the ending got to me i guess we just talk about the end yeah let's just talk about the end because i mean yeah like the kids have been the kids figure you know they get the ecto one going again they get some proton packs going again they're chasing some ghosts which we have a new one instead of a slimer we got what do they call him eater they oh god he was like he was muncher, eating muncher metal spitter spitter muncher i don't know oh they call him a muncher muncher so yeah that fun scenes chasing him around town creating damage also that thing was like oh it's like slimer but not and then it shoots like essentially spits them like it eats metal and then it was essentially spitting bullets at them i'm like oh fuck that's terrifying you literally like if you get out of cover you will get shot essentially (laughs) yeah you're just gonna get shot all all over that was entertaining though but yeah so uh i guess we'll get we'll get to the ending here um yeah well, all this stuff happens at the cave. Ghosts are coming, and yeah, they gotta get stopped, or at least this main one, the main, this main one's gotta get stopped. Gozer, Gozer, fucking Gozer. So I don't know. I'm just gonna say, like when when we saw the original, th- oh, you know, three of the original four walk on the screen: Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and Ernie Hudson. I was just like, oh. This, this just feels good like Which, this warms what, the heart. Ama- i was so amazed i'm like yes i expected a brief cameo and we only got dan awkward i'm like well i guess that makes sense like they've talked about how like bill murray's like i'm not interested in something like this but to see all of them standing together like the surviving ghostbusters to be like hey didn't we kick your ass before you know and, and they don't even like take like they it it's and i think this is what like, I think I get what you're saying, like what you wish the first Star Wars, the new reboot movie did. Well, what I mean, like, what, they, my, my beef with Force Awakens is we should have got Han, Leia, and Luke in a room together. All yeah. three of them on the, in, on the screen in one spot. We didn't get that. Whereas we got it with this, with these three characters. Right. I mean, like, and that's kind of what builds you, like, because they, like, you're happy to see them. You're like, holy shit, they're actually here. I didn't think it was going to happen, um, you know, just because you just never know with fickle actors like Bill Murray if he's going to show up. Which I'm glad that they got him. I'm glad that he showed up. And yeah. to then was, it, was they up doing a Wes Anderson movie or something? I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> he was. Tune in to our episode last week, Friends Dispatch. Good, oh, good that's movie. Right. He wasn't there, duh. But, um. They don't steal the show and they don't just swoop in and save everybody. They come in and they help the new characters, which I think is great. Like you could very easily, like I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been mad if they just came in, like saved everybody's ass. Like, ah, it's nothing, but you got to do the rest from that here on out. Yeah. You know, passing the torch. That's what it and is. They, and they did a really good, cause they didn't steal the show. They helped build up the other characters Well, without sacrificing the originals. Talk about that tear jerk moment here. They're all three of them got their proton packs going. 
So does Phoebe. She's struggling. All of a sudden, you see a ghost form around her. And you're like, is it Obi-Wan? No. It's her grandfather. And you're like, ugh. Egon. Ugh. Egon. Oh my God. Like I was almost in tears because I'm like, damn, in the CGI for his ghost form, it looked exactly like the character. What he would have aged into. Yeah, exactly. Like it looked like what he was supposed to have aged into. And it was incredible. And one thing that I thought was very smart is they could have had him talk in his ghost form, but they don't. He's completely silent. You can just see him moving around and helping. Mm -hmm. And so it really just gives the air where it just, you know, and that to me was almost have, more impactful. And if you can't have all of the uh, original four Ghostbusters standing in in real time side by side, I think what they did honestly is that's why I say like I think a lot of diehard fans are really gonna enjoy what they did with these characters. I, I yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, for so you know, you get one that's been dead for seven years now. I thought it was just a great hats off moment for the character. He's a ghost now, joining his granddaughter, helping defeat the bad guys. It, the, the moment was just great. Like, between the four of them, all, like, giving nods to each other, the moment was just great. It was. It was really impactful. It lands. It, it landed, lands. and I was like... <laughs> I know, it was just fucking... It was like, sad, because I'm like, damn, I know he's dead. I know that actor's dead. I knew that going into the movie. And and the, I, that, yeah, the character I wasn't, dies. I wasn't, sure, I wasn't sure if he knew that. I'm like, does Daniel know who Hale, Hale Ramis is? Does he know that he died a few years ago? I wasn't well, I know. Sure. And you were just like, you know, as this was happening, you're like, do you know that? He, I'm like, yeah, I know. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> it's just like, of course. Like, do you know he's dead? I, I wasn't meaning to be like disrespectful. Like, you know he's dead, right? But then I was like, do you know? You're like, do you know? I'm like, yeah, I know, which is why this is amazing right now. So shut your mouth. I'm busy crying. Would you let me cry? Pretty much. But <laughs> damn, just to have that, uh, honestly, made me so happy. And then just a perfect amount of passing the torch. And then we even like kind of end the movie with uh, Ernie Hudson mm -hmm. too, just talking about how, you know, like, you know, like, yeah, he's moved on. He's not a good, he's like, I'm, I'm a businessman. I'm a, father he's like but i'll always be a ghostbusters and then we yeah. get the shot of the original firehouse that moment inside. was good i love that moment yeah ernie hudson's a great actor too but yes i love that moment there and then i love the very yeah stay tuned for after credits at the very end you see uh bill murray's peter and sigourney weaver's back and you see them having a moment together i mean that and then what was the second one. Well, the, the mid-credit was Ernie Hudson's character. Mid-credit was Winston. And then the end credits was, uh, after end credits, was Dana and Peter together doing the same oh, card game. That... I think you got to flip that. The Sigourney Weaver was the mid-credit. Yeah, because they did the funny one first and they did the one that kind of sets up where they can go from here. Okay. But, you know, and again, like, that's really cool. Regardless, I'm getting the Lego Ecto-1 soon. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are. The freaking badass set. We're out of stock right now at the Lego store, but I'm getting it when it comes back. Unless they get home alone. In. I need to get home alone. Yeah, you do. But seriously, like, honestly, everything where this movie could have fallen short or been like, well, they should have done this. Honestly, I feel like they did right by the fans. 
I think like, so. I, like again, I, and that's hard for me to say, but I mean, like after we talked, I'm like, or after we saw the movie, there were a couple guys there and I asked them how they liked it. Cause one of them, as we were talking, I'm like, one of them seems like he was just there for a fun movie. And the other one seemed like he was a, a big fan of. Yeah. They, and they were like 20 years above us. Yeah. And yeah. And the guy was just like, Oh man, I love that. Like he's just, he just seemed very happy with it. So I, I have very a good feeling that yeah. whoever you, yeah. I mean, if I have to grade this out, I don't know if I give it a, a great A plus, maybe solid A, A minus, and kind of somewhere in between there. Definitely eight out of ten on the entertainment scale. But yeah, I thought they did a great job. It was better than I expected. It was it was one of my top ten anticipated movies of this year, and it I think it was not only on par with what I expected, but I think it exceeded it by a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did not see that end coming where I'd actually be like. Neither did I. So yeah, I, I I I enjoyed it for what it's supposed to be and what it is. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, and I say go see this in theaters. Don't don't yeah. miss out for it to be on streaming. Go see it in theaters. It's definitely worth it, especially if you're a fan. I think you have the green light. Like I feel like if you were a big fan, you'd go see it no matter what. But I mean, like if you're on the fence, it's definitely worth it. And I think it's. I just good. thought I I never looked to see what this made over the weekend. Forty four million. 44. Okay, good. That's just pretty good. Do they know what the budget was for it? Mm, I don't know. Probably but, 200. Uh, internationally, it's up to 63.8 worldwide as of right now. Cool. Well, cool. Awesome. I can't imagine the budget was big. It wasn't like a tiny budget, but I can't imagine it was a huge budget either. So this will probably hit the green, if I had to guess. Seventy-five million, apparently. Okay, so yeah, give it a few weeks; it'll hit. It'll hit green. It looks like box office is already at almost sixty-four million. Cool. Well, that's a win, I think. Wouldn't you say? Oh, I think so. I honestly thought it'd make more. I don't know if it'd make Venom Carnage money, but I thought it'd make a little more. Yeah, but I think it'll it'll probably have a strong. It'll probably still go strong through at least like the holidays. Yeah, Sony might actually be one of the ones that makes seas green this year, too. Yeah. If I had to guess, they're going to lose a little bit of money with no time to die, I think. But only because of delay, delay, delay in all the advertising. But I think overall, Sony's going to see green this year. I hope so. Which is good. That's good. All right. I mean, well, they're getting, okay, they're getting a cut of No Way Home. Like they're seeing green. Oh, true, 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 true. <laughs> we well, haven't even I think they, get, the... they get the majority cut, if I am not mistaken. So, yeah, yeah, they're going to see green this year. <laughs> yeah, there's no way that one's not making money. Yeah. I think that's going to be our first. That's I, I'm calling it now. That's going to be the biggest opening of the year. I feel like it's going to be the only one that makes a billion dollars. Carnage made, Carnage made 90 opening weekend. This is going to make 150, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's going to be huge. Yeah. Maybe not Infinity War Endgame, but it's going to be huge still. I think it's going to be huge, yeah. All righty. Well, so what did what, did, what would you grade this out as? Did Honestly, you just from everything, like I was entertained. I loved it. I feel like 9, 10. I, I'm just, honestly, I really, I'm still really high on this movie. So I'm still getting, I'm just going to give it a 10 out of 10 and an A plus because I was entertained. Ooh. I enjoy, I enjoyed the new characters. Like nothing was, I don't know. Just, podcast cracked me up, especially nothing, when he uh, defeats all the marshmallow men. He's covered in marshmallow. That was funny. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, I just, I really enjoyed all the characters. I enjoyed the old characters showing up. I enjoyed the new characters. Thought they, everything that they sought out to do, I think they did it excellently. Yes. You know, and honestly, just, I had a great time. Not even I, like, a I want to say this again. I have No Time to Die, Princess Batch, and this movie on my list of go see in theaters again. Yeah. Hopefully, I can do it, make it happen. But yeah, I want to see all three of these in theaters again. It's a good idea. They're all theater worthy and worth seeing more than once. All right. Well, that is our review for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Thanks, everybody. Good night. No. Yeah. Nah. Daniel, where can they find us? <laughs> they can find us online on Instagram and Twitter on movies underscore brews. Let us know what you thought. Loved it. Hated it. Let us know. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Share the podcast with others. It helps the show grow. And we'll be back next week with... Are we going to talk the new Disney movie or House of Gucci? We haven't decided yet. It's probably going to be House of Gucci. House of Gucci. Yeah, the new Ridley Scott film starring Lady Gaga and Al Pacino. And Adam Driver. <laughs> I'm like, and Adam Driver. I, I'm looking forward to this one. I don't care if it's just mediocre. I'm looking forward to this one. I hope it's great. I hope it, yeah, it looks, it looked, oh man, two, almost three hours long. Shit. Whoa. It's two hours or two hours and 38 minutes. Holy shit. Well, whatever. I hope it's good or else that's going to be a really long movie. Yeah, I hope it's good too. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, yeah, sounds like next week we'll be back with How to Gucci. Good night, everyone. Get out. Cheers. Cheers. Boston makes me feel good.